Hello, I am Giancarlo Villatoro, the founding pastor for Victory Church, and today here at Victory Church, we are very happy to be able to share with you this new Bible study. <clears throat> today, the topic of this Bible study, uh, it is in regards of Genesis chapter 16, and the story, part of the story of Hagar. Today, March the 27, 2018. We had a great dinner, right? Yes, we did. We enjoy the food and uh, our pastor cooked. Can you believe that? <laughs> I can. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good dinner and all right. So I'm gonna ask you, sweetheart, to please read for us the scripture of this evening, and uh, I'm going to put on the Facebook um, post the notes. If you are watching live or you are watching later, uh, feel free to go to the comments, and I'll I'll, I'll be posting that picture with the notes so you can study with us this message. And we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Genesis 16, starting in verse 7 through 16. The angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring of water in the desert. The spring was by the road to Shur. The angel said, Hagar, Sarai's slave girl, why are you here? Where are you going? Hagar said, I am running away from Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, Sarai is your owner. Go home to her and obey her. The angel of the Lord also said, From you will come many people, too many to count, too many people to count. Then the angel of the Lord said, Hagar, you are now pregnant and you will have a son. You will name him Ishmael because the Lord had heard that you were treated badly. Ishmael will be wild and free like a wild donkey. He will be against everyone, and everyone will be against him. He will move from place to place and camp near his brothers. The Lord talked to Hagar. She began to use a new name for God. She said to him, You are God who sees me. She said this because she thought, I see that even in this place God sees me and cares for me. So the well there was called Be'er Lahai Roy. It is between Kadesh and Bered. Hagar gave birth to Abram's son, and Abram named the son Ishmael. Abram was 86 years old when Ishmael was born from Hagar. He was 86 years old. That is uh, some kind of age, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we have some interesting points today here, and... Um, I would like to, to start by saying interesting thing like the meaning of the word Hagar. There are three meanings. One is flight. The second meaning is stranger. And the third meaning is forsaken. And um, I have a question for you guys. Who can tell me why Sarai was mean and cruel to Hagar? She was a slave. She owned her like property. <laughs> that's that's one one when. Oh, I know. Okay. Yeah, cause she had a kid by her, her dude. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because she was jealous. She had Ishmael, yeah. and she hadn't given a son yet to exactly. Abraham. Exactly. But wasn't her idea though to do it? <laughs> It's always our idea, and then we always get mad later. <laughs> it's kind of wrong, but yeah. Just saying. So there you go, right? So she had buyer's remorse. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness, that is good. I like that. <laughs> well, the the reason, of course, that uh, Sarai was was mean and cruel to Hagar is because Hagar, who was the uh, concubine of Abram, got pregnant because Sarai didn't have any child. That was the main problem. So she was really upset about it, even though it was her idea, right? Like you said, Harley, honey. But uh, she was upset about it. And uh, as a result, she pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed until Hagar couldn't take it anymore. At that point, she said, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I want to discuss more about this particular situation, but yes, would she heed her? Do what? Would she heat her? I, I don't get it. Heat? Yeah. Who? Uh, Never <laughs> mind. <laughs> you get it? Yeah. <laughs> you see what I live with. Okay. Well. She I, was mean to her. She was mean. <laughs> she was mean. All right. We will come back to that point, guys. But... Uh, I want you to see something very interesting in the verse number 7. <clears throat> it says that the angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring of water in the desert. Mm-hmm. So I want you to think of this. This is Hagar in a desperate situation in the midst of a problem. And then she needed to find <coughs> a solution to that problem, even if that solution was a temporary solution. You know. I want you to think of this interesting thing. A lot of people in these days, when they get into trouble, they just give up. They are like, oh, I don't know what to do with myself. You know, mm. it's just the, I understand there is, there are issues that are devastating, but you cannot be a drama person. Oh, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> look at this, look at that, you know, because that will take you in a wrong direction where actually people will dislike you for acting that way, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When you see someone in trouble and that person is just making a huge drama out of it, instead of you feeling inspired to help, you're just like, oh gosh, I can't take this anymore. Cry, baby. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's exactly what happens in, in many, many occasions. Here we see something interesting about her. She went and looked for a solution for her problem. She was in the desert, but she thought, I need to find a solution to my problem. So my friend, if you are going through a difficulty, you need to try to find a solution to your problem, even if that solution is a temporary solution. You don't have a job? Maybe that's the case. Well, perhaps you can find a way to make a little money here or make a little money there. Selling some things here, selling some things there, doing different kind of reductions in your budget. You need to find solutions because this is the right thing to do. You are in the middle of trouble. You need to think, okay, so what can I do in order to find a solution to my problem? Actually, somebody said to me one day, well, if you don't have a job, your job is to get a job. (laughs) Work eight hours trying to get a job, right? Now, in the verse 8, we find another interesting thing. The, the Lord said, the angel said, you are a slave girl. 
the Lord acknowledged who she was. And all of us need to acknowledge that and accept who we are. If somebody says to me, well, you have a thick accent. You don't speak great English. You are from Guatemala. I will say, yes, you are right. Because it's true. Right? <clears throat> you have to accept who you are. You don't get it. <laughs> right? Jokes or whatever sayings you say sometimes. I don't get them. Yeah, it's true. I don't get him. Right? And everyone needs to think, well, this is who I am. Because the Lord doesn't have a problem knowing who you are. But you need to accept yourself exactly <clears throat> as you are. And a lot of people have trouble with that. They are trying to pretend to be somebody else. And that is not right. Verse 9 and 10 tells us that uh, Sarai decided to do what she needed to do. And by doing what you have to do, the promises from the Lord will come true. What is what you have to do today? Think about this. What are your plans right now? What are your activities? What are the next steps you need to take uh, what are the new things that you should do? Well, just do it. Don't think too much about it. Have you found people like that, that they are just thinking about it, thinking about it? It reminds me of a movie that this guy doesn't want to commit to the girl, and the girl says, well, what do you think? And then he says, well, I think we need to talk about it. Well, we are talking about it. Well, we need to keep talking about thinking about it. <laughs> it was just uh, hesitating. He didn't want to commit and take the next step. You need to do what you have to do. What is what you have to do now? In this age, this week, what is what you have to do? Do it. Just do it. The promises from the Lord are going to come true, come true to you when you do what you have to do. Farmers, they need to take care of the land and plant the seed. That's what they need to do, right? The rain is going to come because the Lord will provide the rain. Right? And the same thing applies to everything else. Whatever is what you have to do, just do it. Stop thinking about it. Just go ahead and do it. Hmm. The Lord knows the reality of your life. He knows about the unfairness of others towards you. Let the Lord handle the situation, but you need to clean your heart. What happened between Sarah and Hagar? animosity, problems, hostility, and uh, definitely somebody got hurt here. Both of them, they were hurt, right? And here is Hagar, now in the desert, confused, but the Lord was there with her. Even though she was not an Israelite, the Lord was there with her. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with each one of us. He is with us. He is aware about the injustices around our lives. He knows everything. He knows when somebody betrayed us, right? He knows when someone is talking bad about us and they are uh, two-faced, right? 
In front of us, they are telling us one thing, but we don't know what they are saying behind us in our back. We don't know. We just don't know. But the Lord knows that. You don't know when someone is trying to uh, trick you or do something wrong to you. You, you never know that. You, you, pre you try to protect yourself, but you really don't know. You just need to trust in the Lord and do what is right in His eyes. He knows everything about that, about uh, you and what's going on in your life. Let the Lord handle the situation. What's going on in your life right now? What is unfair around you? Think about it. What things are unfair around your life? And you think, right, well, I don't think it's right what somebody is doing. I don't think it's right what somebody else is saying. I don't think it's right this. I don't think it's right that. You don't worry about it. Let the Lord handle the situation. You need to clean your heart about th there are basically three things my friends that we need to clean our, our hearts number one is unforgiveness you can't afford not forgiving people you can't afford that the lack of forgiveness is is a is going to bring a root of bitterness in someone's heart whatever happened to you you need to forgive and the quicker that you forgive, the better for you. If you feel betrayed, if you feel abused, if you feel abandoned, if you feel that somebody is mistreating you, taking advantage of you, being mean, being cruel, being disrespectful, forgive. Just let it go. The Lord will take care of that situation. The other thing that we need to clean our hearts is of stop classifying people. I want you to think of this. This is Abram and Sarai. They are both uh, recipients of, they receive the promise from the Lord. They are the chosen ones, right? While Hagar is, is not part of his clan, their tribe, more likely seems like she was an Egyptian. But apparently in the heart of Sarai, that was an issue because he thought, well, she is not like me. I want you to be careful with that feeling in your heart. Well, they are not like us. This person is not like me. And when you are classifying people in different categories, the one person that you are hurting the most is the good Lord. Because who created everybody? The Lord. Think about this idea. Your children. How would you feel if you know that in the school or in, in a company or in a circle, somebody is mistreating your child because of X characteristic you will be like no nobody has the right to mistreat my child you will fight for your child right even if your child was um, slow or not good looking <laughs> you, 
you will fight for your child because nobody has the right to mistreat the other person. <clears throat> okay, what's going on in your heart? I want you to think of this. What's going on in your heart in regards of individuals that are hurting you? You don't let that hurt take you in a direction to classify individuals and say, well, you know, I'm better than this person. No. Correct. What was what could be the objective of that? I all look at it as if someone made fun of me and I passed my driver's test and I proved it wrong. <laughs> Interesting point. Interesting point. Because everything flows from our hearts. That is the main reason why we need to forgive constantly people. Constantly. And not classifying individuals. Oh, I like this person. I don't like this person. I like this person better because this person this and that. I don't like this other person because this and that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. In the eyes of the Lord, we are all the same. And He loves everybody the same. Everybody the same. <laughs> Hagar. Do you know that there is a very successful company, clothing company in the United States with that name? Hagar. Uh -huh. Have you bought yeah. any clothes from them? Yeah, a lot. Pants, in particular. Uh, I got a my jacket, my sports coat, my blazer, whatever. Uh -huh. It's a uh, Hagar. Right. Yeah. They had. Uh, I think they were the first ones to come out with the expandable waist uh -huh. back in the days. Yeah. Right. Hagar. It's a very successful company. Do you know the owner of that company? The founder is uh, Lebanese, is part of the tribe, descendant from Ishmael. Really? Yeah. He named it after his great 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 and I don't know how many of you have tried their food, Lebanese food, or baklava and stuff like that. This is awesome food. Great food. Baklava? Mm -hmm. it's Lebanese delicious. food is good. Is it to die for? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very good. It's very good. You might would like it. Try it. You right. Would like it. You might try it. Hey, my, my point to you is whether it's Lebanese or Jewish, Chinese, Guatemalan, West Texas, New York, Australia. There is no difference. And everybody is the same. Each individual in the eyes of the Lord is exactly the same. And that is what you need to keep in your heart. Treat everybody the same. Love everybody the same. Forgive everybody the same. Serve everybody the same. Well, yeah, but not everyone deserves it. Not everyone appreciates what I do for them. That's true. That's true. But in your heart, you need to keep seeing people, looking at them with the same eyes, the same eyes that the Lord has for everybody. Stop classifying people by categories. That was the main issue between of them, the two of them. The third thing you need to stop is to try to control the situation. <laughs> People just love to control the situation. 
stop it. You can't control the situation. You know, we have in these days alarms and we receive a, a notification if somebody came in the house, uh, we see in the camera, uh, oh my goodness, all kind of notifications. The phone never mm -hmm. stops beeping for a notification. <laughs> and soon, with uh, in, within our church, that we will have our app, you will have that feature also. You will receive notifications about your group. Right, so it's okay to be informed, but you need to stop trying to control things. That's that is the job of our Lord. He is the ruler of the universe. Let him handle the situation. And that was the way that Hagar acted at the end. She came back because we read that uh, Hagar gave birth to Abram's son, and Abram named the son Ishmael. And that, that was in person, my friends. Don't you think that that was through FaceTime? Hey, Hagar, let me see the baby. Oh, looks like me. Name him Ishmael. Hello, can you hear me? Oh, I think I lost the signal. No, <laughs> right? That was not a face, that was in person. Hagar came back. Which means, my friends, that we need to learn to be humble. And if we have trouble in a certain relationship, we should come back and be humble. Do you know who is pleased when you are humble? Do you know who is pleased when you are humble? The good Lord is pleased. Now, that, that is not comfortable, right? It's not fun. <laughs> Especially when they hurt us, right? Ooh, somebody disrespect me. Ugh. I don't like that. And now trying to reconcile with that person is not easy. But when you do it, you please the Lord. Be humble and do your part. Okay, Abram, I'm back. Sarai, I'm back. And uh, forgive me. It was not good what I did to you, Sarai. You are Abram's wife and I have to accept that. And I apologize. I apologize. Those are powerful words, don't you think? I apologize. It's, it's good to apologize and say, I'm sorry for what I have done. You know what? The Lord has blessings for everyone. Sarai was blessed. Hagar was blessed. Abram was blessed. Isaac, Ishmael. You have blessings for yourself, honey. Nobody will take those blessings from you. They are blessings that the Lord has for you. Charlie, the same thing for you. The Lord has blessings for you. Nobody is going to take those blessings from you. He says, I want to bless you, Charlie. The same thing for Deborah. And each one of us here in the room. The Lord has a blessing for every one of us. And that's why we just need to trust in Him. Do our part. Keep humble. Do not classify people. Serve everyone the best way that you can. And mind your own business. <laughs> because that is one of the reasons why you see so many problems everywhere. Let's talk about the, uh, the workplace. Uh, let's suppose somebody in the workplace receives uh, a raising salary or uh, promotion, right? That's you, right? You just got something. 
No, no, I'm no. applying for one. Oh, you are applying. Okay. But you will. <laughs> but when someone gets... Oh, it was Brandon. Brandon just yeah, got a raise. He got a raise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But think about this. How many of the employees, co-workers, are happy knowing that he got a raise? <laughs> That's what they tell you not to tell anybody. That's exactly why. Right. So... I got a raise. You did? Yeah, it was like 150 bucks a year. <laughs> it was better than nothing. Yeah. It's 50 cents per day. All right. <laughs> there are situations, listen, uh, I'm going to tell you a story. Uh, my mother went to a trip, came back with presents for everyone. And uh, somebody in the family, uh, in, instead of longing to receive his present was looking at everybody else's present you know just watching what you got what you got what you got what you got it wasn't enjoying he wasn't enjoying his blessing because he wanted to compare what the others got that's wrong that was the issue between these two women they were like, this is my child. No, this will be my child. Stop it. Stop it. The blessings that the Lord has for you, they are for you. And that's it. However, those blessings, you can make them stop with your behavior, with your attitude, with the wrong feelings in your heart. You cannot stop that. Then, my friend, I want to invite you. Open your heart to the Lord and open your heart to everybody else in your family, in your circle of friends, in your workplace. It doesn't matter if somebody is making more money than you. It doesn't matter if somebody got a promotion and that person now is supervisor or manager or is leading now a new branch in Boca Raton. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is your relationship with the good Lord. Without jealousy or envy. Without jealousy or envy. You know how you can tell that you are not envious or jealous? When you get happy when you see somebody else getting a blessing. When somebody else receives a blessing and you get excited, that means you have zero jealousy or envy in your heart. But when you see somebody that got, got a new car or a new house or a, is going into a trip or got a new pair of shoes or whatever, and, and you feel something uncomfortable in your guts, oh yeah, yeah, something is not right there. And you need to make your heart clean. You can do that, my friend. So, this is what I have for everybody tonight, and um, I just continue hoping in the Lord that uh, not just us here in the church, but our listeners and viewers will continue seeking first the kingdom of the Lord, and from Victory Church, we wish you a beautiful evening. Hasta la vista. Ciao.